Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife on 99.1 FM Talk. I'm Ashley Sanchez, and I am joined today by Julie Watson, who's helping me host. And then we have Joe Doucette. And one thing you need to know about the Department of Wildlife is we love an excuse to get people out there fishing, especially kids. So, Joe, we want to talk about the Angel Lake Kids Fishing Derby. Yeah, Angel Lake Kids Fishing Derby is coming up next weekend. Um, it's Saturday, July 24, uh, 21st, and as the name implies, it's at beautiful Angel Lake. And for those who around the state who are not uh, familiar with Angel Lake, it's about 12 miles up the mountain from Wells, Nevada, which is on Interstate 80 just uh, east of Elko, Nevada. Um, and Angel Lake is actually one of the highest lakes uh, in the United States that you can reach by a blacktop road. It's at an elevation of 8,400 feet. And so this is a chance to get a lot of a lot of kids up there. We get them out fishing. It uh, starts at, uh, registration starts at about 7.30. Uh, the actual event will start at 8.30 with an orientation at 8.15. It's for children aged 4 to 15. Um, though the whole family's invited. It doesn't mean, you know, just because you're not in that age group, you can't come out and fish. We love to have everybody it's out there and fish. a family affair. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on average, we will get about 100 to 120 children. Uh, but when you count uh, aunts and uncles, grandparents, parents, we generally end up with about 250 to, to 300 people. And so it's, a, it's, it's always cooler up there than it is down below. Um, I, you know, I think I was looking at the long-term... Uh, projections and the highs are supposed to be in the 90s in the Elko area, uh, and generally that means that the highs up there will be in the low to mid 80s, which is a lot nicer. Uh, it's a it's a high alpine lake, and uh, it's uh, it's a beautiful place. This is a joint venture. It's hosted actually by the U- U.S. Forest Service. It's on one of their properties. They have a beautiful campground up there. Uh, But it's uh, got a lot of partners in it. We've got the Wells Chamber of Commerce. We've got the Wells Family Resource Center, um, Wells Rural Electric Company, and uh, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and, of course, Nevada Department of Wildlife. We set up stations, and it's really kind of cool. So, for example, we have our hatchery uh, personnel come out from Gallagher Fish Hatchery, which is in beautiful Ruby Valley. And Gallagher, uh, they come up, they bring a truck with a load of fish in it. Uh, They bring a couple of jugs of aquatic insects, which is the primary food source for the trout. Uh, And then they also, we have a display of the transition from eyed eggs all the way up to uh, button-up fry that people can see the different stages that happen and occur in, in the hatchery. And so they get to see the fish in the truck and all that stuff. Uh, another station that we have, we have our game wardens come up and they do a, uh, a, a water safety, not just boating safety, but a water safety station. Uh, they, they talk to kids about, uh, you know, wearing PFDs on the boats and what to do when they're around the water and, and, and also a little bit about, you know, etiquette 
you know, if you're sitting on a lake and you're blaring your, your rap music really loud, there's other people that may not like it. So give a chance to, you know, clean up after themselves, give people a chance to, to learn a little bit about, about etiquette. And it's amazing how many people come up here that don't normally fish or get in the outdoors much. So it's a good chance to introduce them to that. That's what I was going to say. We have so many – the reason we do events like this is it is so important to get kids outside and also hopefully they it sparks an interest with them in fishing. Well, you know, my, my grandchildren are from Las Vegas, and, and they came up last year to it. And, and I hate to admit this, but my wife is not much of a, uh, of a fisher person. <laughs> just isn't. And, I didn't know, know that. I'm working the event, so I don't get to really do much help. And what I like to explain to people is that, so you have my, my lovely wife who, who does not fish. Great and, lady, though, And you have I'm my sure. grandchildren who don't do much fishing. And yet there's the people along the shore that I told her, go look for a gentleman who looks like he's a grandfather fishing with his kids and sit next to him. And sure enough, she did. And sure enough, she got lots of help. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we stocked the fish the week, uh, stocked the lake with fish the week before. Plus, it's got plenty of fish in it to begin with. Um, one of the great things about Angel Lake is it's a great place to uh, learn to fish because the fish are very cooperative there. And, and so... Uh, uh, so, so it's a great place to come up, even if you've never fished. And if for some reason you don't have rods and reels, we will have some loaner rods and reels available for those. You do need a driver's license for us to, to, to see, though, to borrow one. And oh, one thing to remind, if you are 12 or older, the children 12 or older, do need a fishing license. And, of course, you can get those at mdowlicensing.com. Uh, buy them online. And so that's, that's real easy to do. And in fact, there's a little bit of cell service right at the end of the parking lot. So if somebody doesn't, uh, they can walk to the end with their cell phone. And, and with these new system we have, um, they, can, they can buy it right on their phone very easily just off the end of the parking lot. It's really kind of cool. So other, other booths that we have, though, this year um, we have a, a stream trailer. And what it is is it's a, it's a trailer with a, a hard top. Um, that has a, a special type of medium on there that lets them mold a river bed into any shape they want. Oh, it's got cool. water running through it. Sounds up your alley, dude. Trees and bushes. And so they learn how water erodes, how it flows downhill, um, the riparian zones. And, of course, kids get to wet doing that. And what kid doesn't like to play in the water, right? Right. So so we have that. We have a fly tying booth. The Ruby Mountain Fly Fishers uh, show uh, kids some of the more popular flies for the areas, demonstrate how to tie a fly, um, often give their fly flyaways to, ki- to the kids, and, and they can. Uh, it's amazing. Some dad says, oh, flies don't work. And some kid put it behind a bubble, and he was catching more fish than his dad, so he was all excited. <laughs> uh, and so they do that. We have a fish ID and cleaning station. And it's not to clean the fish for the kids. It's to demonstrate two different ways of, of preparing a trout. One is to fillet it. And then, of course, the other is to uh, to just gut it and, and take the head off. And so we, we, we demonstrate that, plus we uh, show them um, how to ID different species of trout that are found in Nevada, like the brook trout and the rainbow and the brown trout. And then, of course, um, the great thing about Angel Lake is that it has a, uh, a, a, a trout that a lot of people aren't familiar with. It's called a tiger trout, and it's really cool looking. If you go up into our post on our Facebook page promoting this, there's a couple of kids that have pictures of the tiger trout. They're really oh, neat looking. Cool. They're a cross they between a brook trout and a brown trout. And one of the reasons we stock them, they're a little harder to raise, um, but we stock them in the, a lot of the Forest Service waters because they're sterile. 
Oh. And so if ever we want to go back in and reintroduce natives, you just quit stalking them and they'll eventually phase themselves out. Plus, they can't cross with uh, native trout and, and hybridize them. So, and they're very aggressive. They're fun to fish for and fun to catch. They're very Sounds aggressive. Like Kids love to catch them. And, and so uh, we do the ID there. Um, and I'm trying to think what other booths we have. I oh. heard a rumor, Joe, that a certain famous bear might make yeah, an appearance. Yeah, bear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Fun fact. I was I've been smoking the bear before. For service. <laughs> and Kira, who organizes this event, she has said that she has heard a rumor they're going to fly Smoky Bear in. That so, is pretty cool. So he should be there. He's been there the last three or four years which is really cool. Kids love him. Uh, we got pictures of him up there on that Facebook post also with, with uh, Smokey, you know, giving the kids high fives and hugs. And, and he's very popular. He generally doesn't show up early in the event. He's there at the end of the event. So you got to stay the whole time. Yeah. yeah <laughs> yes. To and, see of course, Smokey. some of the fires we've got going on in Nevada right now. Um, That's very appropriate to have Smokey he's, there. He's, uh, he's very busy. So... <laughs> So what we do is we break the kids down by, uh, I believe it's three different groups of age groups, um, and we try to keep it age-appropriate, the younger kids first, because they get bored the quickest, and then we go with the uh, older kids and then the middle-aged kids. And so they each get an hour to run through the stations. They spend 10 minutes at each station. And then the other two hours of the event, they get to fish. Um, and so what we do is it, it is a competitive derby. Uh, we have prizes for five different age groups for the longest fish, the heaviest fish, and then the smallest fish. Oh, all the smallest fish line. gets a prize. That's and always... each of those kids gets a, uh, a fishing rod. And uh, each of those kids that wins in their age group gets it. So we give out 15 fishing rods that way. And so that at 11.30 is when the competition ends. You have to have, be in line to check your fish in by 11.30. And at 11.30, while you're doing that, we're giving away a free chili lo- dog lunch to the whole family. Yeah. I think last year yeah. we filmed We'll be there. Chili. We're sold. <laughs> so, you know, chili dogs and mm-hmm. chips. And, of course, if you don't like chili on your hot dog, you can just have a hot dog. But we provide chips and hot dogs and chili and, and sodas and bottles of water and stuff like that. And so uh, we do that. And then about noon, 12.15, when everybody's done eating lunch, we have a random drawing for every child that signed up, um, and we have just a, a random drawing, and we give away fishing rods, and we give away, uh, uh, like, camp chairs and tackle boxes and fishing lures, and, and thanks to a lot of our great sponsors, uh, we're able to give every single child uh, something uh, when they, for, for showing up. Nice. And, oh, I forgot that we have a casting booth that the Fish and Wildlife Service does. And so we they work with the kids on casting, and they have a target out there. And every child that hits a target gets a crappie jig. Um, and then on top of that, while they're waiting in line to cast, they get to decorate Endell's great wildlife T-shirts. You know, we have the stencils, the stamps, the, the fabric markers. And so while they're waiting for their turn to cast, they get to do the uh, decorate the T-shirts. And I think the T-shirt decorating is actually more of a draw than the, the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. We have a hard time getting kids to move on from that. that yeah, they, they want to make their shirt look good. Yeah. They do, and it's really cool how creative a lot of those children are. Yeah, that is. So um, so, so it's, it's a wonderful day up there. 
Um, knock on wood. I'm knocking on my head for. <laughs> I have some wood here. Land. Knocking on. Uh, the <laughs> weather for the last ten years has been awesome, uh, and so hopefully that will continue. So, so some things to consider if you're coming up. Um, it is at a high elevation. Air is thin. Uh, so if you have asthma, problems breathing, realize that. Um, there's not a lot of parking right at the site, so people are lined up down the road. Um, and so bring a wagon or something to carry your gear in. It makes it a lot easier than having to haul it. Because sometimes it's you got a couple hundred-yard walk there, mm-hmm. and it is uh, uphill to the lake, downhill going back to your vehicle. For those who are um, do have some, some physical limitations you are allowed to pull up to the place drop people off and of course anybody with uh, the special needs parking permits can uh, can park up there at the site as well we'll have somebody manning traffic and so but but bring something to haul your gear uh, also because the air is thin uh, the sun is much more brutal up there even though it's cooler so bring sunblock um, lots of water, though we will have a couple of swimming pools filled with ice and, and water bottles. Uh, but bring water. If you like to snack during the morning, maybe bring some snacks. Camp chairs are always fun to have, so that, you know, but there's lots of rocks to sit on. Um, lots of, you know, you can, kids like to sit on the ground, and a lot of kids will actually be probably jumping in the water. That happens every year. Uh, but the water's cold. I just warning yeah. people, it is a high alpine lake. There's still snow up there right now, not at the lake itself, but uh, probably about 100 feet to 200 feet above the lake. There's still some snow. And so you have so, snow melts what's feeding the lake. So that water, uh, while the water down at South Fork or Wild Horse Reservoirs is probably 70 degrees, by now, up there, it's still about 50 degrees, and, uh-huh. and so it's quite cool. Um, well, Joe, we are actually running out of time for the first half of the show, okay. but you got us right through that first <laughs> half talking yeah. about this event. I talk too much sometimes. <laughs> no, Sorry. it's a good great. Thing, though, but we will <laughs> so be much information. right back after this short break. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild, and today we are talking about the Angel Lake Kids Fishing Derby, and then right before the break, Joe, you were kind of telling people what to bring to this event. Do you want to get into all the fishing gear people should bring? Perfect. Yes, absolutely. Um, The fish are not real big there. It's a high alpine lake, and of course, uh, most of our high alpine lakes in the Rubies and East Humboldt's fish average about 10, 12 inches, so you don't need real heavy gear. Um, Light fishing tackle is very good. Uh, you know, a little four or five, six, you know, four or five, five and a half foot rods for the kids. Um, six pound test is plenty heavy enough. Uh, the most common way to fish there is with bait under a bobber. And so I would recommend putting the bobber about three feet from your hook. Uh, worms seem to work better than power bait, uh, though you can catch fish on both if you happen to be in the area and the grasshoppers are out. Um, and your kids can catch a grasshopper too. They are killer for catching those trout oh, up there. Cool. They love those grasshoppers. Uh, small spinners, black or dark green with uh, yellow or red or gold s- silver spots 
on them seem to work little rooster tails and spinners um, they work really well uh, larger lures obviously don't work uh, minnow imitations don't work very well um, but uh, and then if you like to fly fish uh, or if you like to put a fly behind a bubble which a lot of kids uh, a lot of people do at these high alpine lakes we uh, we recommend uh, like an elk hair caddis uh, maybe an olive soft tackle um, and we have uh, 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 you know, small woolly buggers underneath a bobber work really well. It's a it's a it's a it's a great way to fish, um, fly fish without av- actually having to know how to cast a fly rod. And so that works really well. Other people use a slip sinker, a little egg sinker, run the line through it, put a swivel at the end, about two or three feet past the swivel, they'll they'll put a hook with some uh, uh, power bait which floats off the bottom. And so you can fish from the bottom that way, and that can be very effective. If you can, most people fish along the dam because it's easy access, uh, and and you can still catch lots of fish out there. I, I caught a bunch with a bunch of new fly fishermen earlier this uh, summer right off the dam. The water's nice and high. But if you can get around the, the, the brush and fish underneath the brush, then you got to be careful not to get your line in it and get tangled. The fish do seem to hang out there a lot. Uh, and then, of course, the back side of the lake, which is a little bit of a hike. The lake's about 30 acres. On the back side of the lake, there's uh, uh, a uh, – actually, I take that back. The lake's about 10, 15 acres. On the back side of the lake, there's some great fishing spots back there as well, and you don't have the crowds. But uh, the crowd's actually kind of fun along the front. People are joking and playing with mm-hmm. each other. And it's a very friendly, friendly atmosphere. It's really family-oriented, a lot of great time. In fact, I believe Angel Lake was our state's representative – um, in a competition to, uh, for the mom, mom's favorite places to fish. It was, it was, it was actually um, to fish in boat. It was selected, but it actually you pointed out to me you you can't use a motorized boat. There. It's you can't use a motorized boat at all. But but a lot, it gets a lot of kayak use. Uh, a lot of small uh, people take canoes on there. Uh, float tubes and pontoon boats that you paddle around are very popular on the lake. In fact, a lot of kids will be at last year. We had three or four kids out there in their kayaks and float tubes just having a blast. Um, so it's really popular for that kind of stuff. I think that in itself is what earned earned it that name here in Nevada. So it just sounds like such a cool place to go to. It yeah. is. And it's actually uh, it's one of my favorite places to fish in eastern Nevada for still water. Um, it's not real challenging. But it, as far as uh, you, you don't have to get too technical, it's, uh, the fish are fairly cooperative. But it's one of the most beautiful lakes in in in, uh, uh, in, in all of Nevada. Actually, it's, it was originally they added a dam to it in the 1920s, but it was a natural lake to begin with that was carved out by glaciers. So it's a glacial cirque. Um, it's at high elevation. The wildflowers are out up there right now. So it's really pretty. Great place to come just for a day, anytime. It looks so beautiful. I have to admit, I haven't gone there yet. Julie, have nope, you? No, I haven't been there yet either. Well, um, you guys should come out and help me. We gotta. <laughs> I'll put you to work. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like you would need to persuade us that much either. Like, Just we, your boss, We right? would go there pretty <laughs> yeah, <easily>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, anything, I mean, we have a lot of, like you mentioned earlier when we were talking about Smokey the Bear, there's some fires going on over there. You know, there's some fires going on, and people need to realize um, out there in the in the hinterlands out that we have out there right now, uh, safety is an issue, uh, and and fire safety is one. I believe the big fire, that Martin fire, that's uh, we're looking at least another, I believe, week before they get containment on that. Um, 
the uh, the Martin fire is believed is I'm pretty sure it was man caused. And so as you're out there, make sure you don't park uh, on grass uh, with your with your vehicles. Dried grass is very flammable out here, especially with the cheat grass we have. Uh, always carry in your vehicle some water, a shovel, a fire extinguisher. Those are good things to have, so that you uh, if if something does accidentally start, God forbid, you can put it out before it gets big. Um, and then another thing, realize it's a very dry summer. We didn't have a, a big winter either out here, uh, so there's not a lot of water. And so most of the animals are staying in these riparian areas where people like to fish. Uh, I've had a number of people call me and say, well, you sent me to this place, but you didn't tell me there were rattlesnakes. <laughs> and so be aware that rattlesnakes eat the little animals that live along these riparian areas. And, and so if you're below 7,000 feet in elevation out here, um, you, you do have a chance of running across some rattlesnakes. And, of course, uh, we've got some stinging nettle, um, other plants that can cause uh, skin irritations. And so just be aware of where you're at. Don't put your hands and feet anywhere that you can't see. Carry a basic first aid kit. And, of course, the number one rule of going out like this is to never go alone. Always have somebody yes. with you so that if something happens to one of you, you got somebody else to help out. And number two, always leave a trip plan with somebody that's responsible back home that says where you're going, who you're going with, and when you be back and be back at the time you say you're going to be back. Some very good advice, really, for anything you do this exactly. summer if you're going outdoors. Definitely. So, and you have a few other events coming up, I don't do. you? I do. Actually, I have a fly fishing clinic. Um, this is a still water clinic, and so we'll be fishing out of float tubes. We limit these classes to about 10 or 12 people. You can sign up for it online. Um, go to our website, our education page, and go to the, the fishing page, and you can. there's a link there with it. It's on the calendar. And this is an introductory class. Uh, uh, what we do is uh, Thursday evening on uh, August 2nd, we'll meet at our uh, Elko City Park, and we teach you how to cast a fly rod. Um, and take you through some basics of knots and that kind of stuff. Find out what equipment you don't have so that we can have it all for you. And then on Saturday, August 4th, we are actually going to take you to the same place at the Derby, up to Angel Lake, and we put you in float tubes. I generally have three or four volunteer instructors, so it ends up being about two to three students per instructor. We float around the lake. We help you, show you what flies to use, help you fish. And like I said, one of the great things about Angel Lake is that uh, they generally can catch fish pretty easy up there. So it's a great way to start off. And this class is free. The only thing you have to have is a fishing license. Uh, we have fly rods available. We have float tubes available. We have the waders. We have everything you need um, that you don't have. So it's a great way to see if you want to learn to fly fish without investing any more money than what it costs to buy a, uh, a fishing license, which is probably one of the best deals for entertainment anywhere uh, for the money. Exactly. Yeah. And that's pretty easy to do. You just head to endowlicensing.org and create an account if you don't already have one. And it's it's a pretty simple process. Very simple It is. So, um, so yeah, that's coming up. Uh, we'll have another class late, early in September, and that one is going to be uh, a, a stream class. Um, depending on fishing conditions, it'll, it will depend on where we go. Um, I would I like to take the people up to the Bruno River, but I'm afraid it's going to be too low to fish at that time, so we'll probably do it in the South Fork of the Humboldt. Um, and if for some reason all the streams are too low, because like I said, we've got a very poor water year, we may end up back at one of the lakes again in the still water class. It just depends. But but uh, we have those, and, and, uh, and of course, if you want to know where to go fishing, um, you know, you can go up to uh, 
MDOW.org. Um, we have a fishing report page where there's lots of great information lakes out here, uh, and and it's uh, we, we try to update that weekly. Uh, I know out here in the eastern region that you can also go to, and I'm going to give them a plug, um, ElkoDaily.com, which is the Elko Daily Free Press. I, I put our fishing report in their paper every single Saturday, so so it's updated every week as well, um, and so. Uh, we'd love to get pictures from people. Send us your pictures. Yes, we'd like to put them on our pictures. Facebook page and on our website. Um, so, so please, please share your pictures with us. That's, we'd love to see that. And everyone loves seeing pictures mm-hmm. too. Oh, Those posts get so many, so much feedback, like likes and comments. Mm-hmm. So a lot of engagement there. And then back to your events. Are those all on that register ed? Well, the, the Angel Lake Kids Fishing Derby is not. Okay, that's, um, there's that's a there's a paper application. Um, and you can pick it up at our office out here at a lot of the places around town. And we'll also have them up there. It's a Forest Service event. We use their application. They have a special release form that has to be signed. Um, so we have that up there. Uh, but for my other events, yes, you can all go to our registered.com, and they, they're all posted up there, and, uh, and you can sign up right there. You can also, if you have any real questions, give me a call at 775-777-2300. Again, seven seven five seven 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 two three zero five, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. Also, I think if you go up for more information on our website, uh, my name is with my my email is one of the names <laughs> and and, num- and email addresses up there, uh, Joe Doucette, and you can just select that, and it'll take you to your email and and automatically put me in there, and you can email me a question as well. Nice, and Great. then. We have the event posted on our Facebook, too, and it is July 21st. Yep, and registration starts about 7.30. The event starts at 8.30, though if you show up at 9, 9.30, it's no big deal. It's about an uh, hour and 20-minute drive from Elko. Uh, so, so, you know, we leave. I leave the office like at 5.30 that morning to go set up. Uh, the road up there is, is fairly steep, um, uh, and uh, so, so drives take your time. There's going to be a lot of traffic. Go up very slowly. Uh, but it's a, it's a beautiful drive. It's a beautiful place, and uh, love to see lots of people up there. You might as well go and make a day out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what most Definitely. people do. In fact, a lot of people camp the night before. There's actually a oh. forest service campsite right at the lake. Uh, the problem is if you haven't booked by now, you're it's too late because yeah. the campsites are all booked ahead of time. There's also a campground at the bottom of the mountain, Angel Creek Campground, and uh, it's probably booked already by now as well. But they may have a few spots left down there. But a lot of people will camp. We get people from all around. In fact, we had one family a few years ago that was from North Carolina, and they just happened to be staying up there when it happened, so they put their kids in it. And the next three years, while their kids were still young enough, they actually planned their, their trip out west uh, around the Angel Lake kids. Oh, oh really? So, so we get kids from all over the state of that Nevada so coming cool. to this. It's a lot of fun. I know it's popular because we were getting messages like a few months ago of people just like, when is the Derby? Like, they're so excited for it. They don't want to miss it. No, they don't. <laughs> well, it sounds like a great event, and it sounds like just Angel Lake in general. Oh, it is. Uh, it's, and it's, it's like it's one of the most beautiful lakes in Nevada. And in our dry state, and it's hot right now, what a great escape from, exactly. from the heat. So, well, that pretty much does it for today, unless there's anything else you guys want to add. I think I've taken up everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) You have. We are running out of time, but um, thank you, Joe, so much for being here. And thank you, Julie. Um, Thank you all for listening to Nevada Wild.
Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.